the starting lineup for your Gangsters, what's up guys? Slacker. I'm not gonna debate you, Jerry. God bless the internet. What the hell is going on out here? No, oh, fuck it. Hello and welcome to Flicking and Screaming. I am Jed Sprague here with my co-host, JT Chipman. Hello, hello. And this week we're doing the official Oscars prediction pod. Hello. That is right. We are without our curly-headed co-pilot. Uh, we're flying the pod skies without his wonderful guidance today. There's Luckily, no air traffic control. No, you know, there no FAA guidelines. We're going. We're going ham. No, it's the Wright brothers here. First in flight. <laughs> nothing holding. Nothing holding us back. Uh, and we're excited. Luckily for Evan, he is not missing due to anything other than just a wonderful time in uh south america on a vacation so i mean enjoy enjoy the oscars will be here when you get back uh <laughs> but chip how are you doing it's our first ever pod just solo together the reins are off let's fucking ride baby i'm psyched dude i'm psyched i uh, i just finished watching a film actually i don't know if you're a big movie guy i just yeah. finished watching watching a movie from 2021 that i am stunned i didn't see I'm not stunned I didn't see it. I'm stunned I liked it as much as I did. Because if you know me, this might not have been the movie for me. But I just got out of it, and it was I think it's one of my favorites of last year. And it's we're going to talk about it in this episode. So I'm really riding some serotonin right now. Juiced to be on this pod. We're going to talk about how juiced or not juiced we are for the Oscars. But I'm excited at least to talk about it. Yeah, uh, speaking of that mystery film that we will get to later, I think that's a perfect example of how sometimes a director can really overpower the subject matter with how... Ooh with how good they are yeah so, um yeah wow 100 um yeah but let's t- let's jump right in fuck it let's talk about the oscars what are you ex- are you excited for the oscars this year i mean what man the academy awards they they give and they take you know i Probably. think that this might have been i mean i can't say that i've paid attention to like every single discourse around the oscars and certainly not as much on twitter as i have the past few years but all of the online buzz around this year's ceremony is driving me crazy. I, I I kind of want the Oscars to be over with. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but like I love this I love this show. I love getting to celebrate these movies. I love filling out a ballot. I love everything about it. But man, just I'm getting tired. I'm getting real tired of all the conversations. I'm getting real tired of people just coming up with new angles, it feels like. It's too late in the year. We've we've done it's been too long. That's yeah. like the only take. This needed to have happened in February. Like we're we're drug it out too long. It's too far after all the other awards. Like what it, it had this weird effect where it maybe pay attention less to the awards leading up. Like normally I'm like, yeah, let's let's throw on the BAFTAs. I mean, obviously the globes are a different different story. <laughs> but you know, uh, do you did you feel that same way? Yeah, I think that is definitely part of it. You know, we uh, there is still like we you know. The country is kind of moving away from being inside, but we are still kind of inside quite a bit. There's still not as much to do outside, and people are, I think, more stir-crazy than ever. You've got just more and more anticipation, and really, I think we've got a pretty decent slate of nominations. I think that, like, there were some snubs, but there was nothing – I don't think anything genuinely outrageous. I think there's some good movies, some good performances to talk about, and it's like we've run the well dry twice over. 
And yeah. when you when we're at the end of, of March here, we just want to get this shit over with. And everything also, just even with the broadcast that's being talked about and all of the concerns around what awards are being aired and what awards aren't and various guilds and, and folks up in arms that they're not going to get their TV time. Let's just let's just run this shit out here, man. Let's go. Let's hand out some trophies and let's move on to next year. Yeah. So I think that's that's fair. We've reached the point in the take cycle where people are have have ruminated on their own takes so long that they're starting to either like double down in a bad way or completely change their takes. And I think that is where things get haywire. Like the take cycle needs to live its full life, but we're we're way past its expiration date. So I agree with you. I'm I'm ready for the Oscars to have come and gone. But let's be a little positive. What is the one thing you're most excited for about this year's Oscars? I'm excited for the pizza sweep. You know, I've looked into my crystal ball and there's some trophies coming our way. No, um, I'm, I'm excited for some some I think we're going to get some historic moments. I think that I don't want to get too deep into predictions, but I think we're finally going to see an Oscar for somebody who's wanted an Oscar for a really, really long time. I think that we're going to see uh a pretty historic award in another category from someone who's kind of long deserving uh has been nominated i'm kind of talking about two different people but also the same just like historic i think where it gets historic moments in both best director and best actor in a leading role that's that's as much as i want to tease and i am excited for those moments even if i don't necessarily agree about what i think will happen i think those are going to be really cool and i think we're going to see a lot of really cool stuff um around movies like drive my car and around coda Regardless of what we think about those movies, I think that seeing what the what the broadcast is going to do with those and seeing some of those people get to that national recognition is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I, I really hope, I think my hope, and I haven't heard any rumblings on this, which is hilarious, is that we get the clips back. I mean, it's my mm. favorite part of the Oscars. I'd rather have like a four-hour Oscar ceremony and get to see like a like a 25 second clip of every single person nominated for best actor like in their Oscars moment acting then I would like a quick and dirty ceremony I really want that back um what I'm also excited for is I uh this week I actually have become a bit of an Hollywood insider and I've spoke, spoken with a uh, anonymous member of the academy this is not a joke by the way yeah um, and there's some murmurs, some murmurs about some surprises. And so I I would I would love to see some shock victories. I would love to yeah. see uh, a couple of shocking victories. I'd love to see a couple people um, with their hands empty when it felt like it's their award to win. One person in specific that I would love to see with their hands empty. Um, and <laughs> Wait, who are you? Ta- who, uh, can I ask who you're talking about now? Or are we going to get there? We'll get there. Uh, we're teasing so much. I love this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is like the most, this is what happens with, without Evan. We're just teasing. We're never actually yeah. going to make any predictions. And then we never actually get there. That's the thing. Like we come to the end of the pod and we lose all these trains of thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm excited. I think for like the return of the Oscars ceremony, like last year with Soderbergh and like, you know, doing it in the, you know, the observatory and then all of what it was, was cool for like the COVID year. But I'm ready for it to just like be the Oscars, like people in, in, you know, beautiful attire, you know, walking the red carpet. I mean, this, I've never wished more than this year 
that like you lived like next door so that you, you, we could just have like an Oscars party and like we just come over and like barbecue yeah. and drink way too much wine and wear tuxedos and go, oh my God, when something happens that we like didn't predict. Dude, we should do that for like, I mean, it's the same thing as wearing jerseys, right? Like you yeah. wear tuxedos for Oscars 100%. night. A hundred percent. I mean, I'm going to wear, I'll wear a full suit. I'm, I'm it's like that, uh, that 30 rock quote where Liz is like, why are you wearing a suit? And he's like, Jack's like, it's after six o'clock. What do I look like a farmer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, okay. So we talked about the good. What are you nervous for? Anything that's really like ticking? I can go first on this one because there is, uh, one thing that I'm extremely nervous for. And it's two words. Um, and they are Amy Schumer. Yeah, uh, dude. Ugh. I I really do not like her as a performer. Mm -hmm. Uh haven't for a long time. Um train wreck. I it was one like it offended me how bad mm. that movie was. Um I, I'm currently watching her Hulu show Life and Beth with my wife. Say that again. What's the name of the show? Life and Beth. The main character's name is Beth. So oh, it's a joke. Yeah, we're following her life. It's actually like what's clear to me after watching the show, she really wants to be the star of like a serious romance and with like a, just a little bit of comedy sprinkled in. But there's just something about her delivery style and her performing style that I, it really does not work for me. And I, what I like even less than her in movies is just like her general public uh, facing personality. So, like, like, yeah. Her as an Oscars host, like hamming it up, is about like if you would have like rolled out my, you know, my raffle for worst possible outcomes, we're there. But hopefully, you know, Wanda Sykes, Regina Hall have the ability to kind of temper her a little bit. But I'm hearing a lot of Amy Schumer hype, which scares me that she's going to be like the. Like, like who's pushing like you're hearing this hype like organically? Yeah, it, like Twitter, like people being like, oh, wait till you see what Amy's got up her sleeve, which is just like, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so that's really, I would say that's what I'm most nervous for. And I think that in conjunction with like, like you said, some of the guilds not getting the airtime for their awards, I think a lot due to the fact that the Oscars is trying to pander to like a wider audience and not to get too political, but, and we could talk a little bit more about this in the future of the show, but I think that. The Oscars and the Democratic Party have a very similar issue. They are <laughs> not pandering to the hardcore of their of their demographic enough. Um, you know, the the Democratic Party needs to make a shift further left, and the Oscars need to lean into hardcore cinephiles and the people that actually care about the show and forget the days where every single human being in America was tuned in for the Oscars because that's what you do. If you wanted to do that, the answer is simple. Just nominate whatever Marvel film came out that year for best picture. You will get more, you, you'll get a bigger audience, but you can't have your cake and eat it too, right? You can't be this serious thing and then also be like, but we want everybody to enjoy it. Like cater to us cater to the people that are podcasting about this. Is it possible yeah. to do both? Is it's there not. a way, is there a way that you split the show? Like you have like a, let's say you have a three hour show, right? Cause I think four hours is, is tough. You get 90 minutes seven of your bullshit, you know, and that's, that airs from like seven to eight 30. So all the 12 year olds who watch the Marvel movies, 
like I was, like I was 12 watching Marvel movies, like I was 19, 20 watching Marvel movies, and they can have their little show from 7 to 8.30. We'll tune in, get entertained, maybe laugh, and then from 8.30 to 10 is like, all right, and best adapted screenplay, and then we get to the, you know, like the cinematography, you know, because no one cares about the cinematography in a Marvel movie. Yeah, but I just... (laughs) That's a big like Twitter conversation this week for whatever reason. But then, uh, yeah, you're right. I, I shouldn't say that. People people have a lot of takes about the cinematography in Marvel movies, but um, people care about it. <laughs> just this, they wonder if the filmmakers care about it. Uh, I, I just think I don't think that's possible, and I don't think it makes for a good product because what I know it like for certain, just in life, is if you want to please everybody, you're going to end up pleasing nobody. Right. So I think if you do that, like front load thing, you're going to be like, you're going to piss off the, the popular movie, like Marvel people that are going to be like, well, we're not good enough for the serious part of the show. And then you're going to get the cinephiles being like, we got to wait till fucking 10 30 PM to figure out who won best cinematographer. Come on. <laughs> you're right. I mean, maybe, I think maybe that's... to incorporate it more like, uh, obviously this is not an original idea, but I do, I'm on board for the popular movie Oscar. Like for like, let's just, the nominees are the 10 biggest box office hits of the year. And then the Academy votes on which one of the box office hits they think was the least offensive. I think that is like not a bad deal. And honestly, yeah. you know what? And like there, this, the fucked up thing is like, there have been Marvel movies that have been nominated. And I think there have been Marvel movies that probably deserve to get nominated, but didn't. Um, yeah, I think sure. Endgame probably comes to mind. Like, I think if you're going to nominate Black Panther, like Endgame probably should have gotten nominated. I thought it was pretty, like, as far as Marvel movies go, I thought it was spectacular. Um, but I don't know. At this point, we're just rambling. What, anything you're not excited for other than Amy Schumer and obviously the impending dread and doom of the Oscars never regaining its former glory? I think I'd like to debut a little bit of a power ranking here. This is a spur of the moment idea. And I'm I going to power rank the best picture nominees in terms of how mad I will be on Twitter afterwards. Oh, yeah. I, I like this. This is actually a really – because we're making predictions, right? So yeah. this is a good like kind of anti-prediction. Okay. So should we each go from our like – least offended like basically like the most excited we would be to then like what would really piss us off yes okay yes so basically it's almost like if we're going like 10 to 1 in terms of like most pissed off so least pissed off at 10 most pissed off at 1 all right what's number 10 for you i mean it's got to be licorice pizza for both yes yeah licorice pizza like i i I don't think it's gonna win and it wasn't my favorite movie of last year it was my second favorite movie last year but it would also be, I think, the biggest, like, I would, it would be the most pleasant surprise. If that yeah. won, it would be, that would be, literally, we've talked about this before. That would be, a pizza sweep would be the Academy being like, Paul Thomas Anderson, you are, in fact, the greatest filmmaker of a generation. Not a single other person involved in this movie has been nominated for anything. <laughs> this is a singular award, um, which would be amazing. So, I think 10, 9, are we duning? Are we duning? I think I'd, I think I would Dune here, yeah. Yeah, I, I think would... that honestly, I think like once we get nine, seven, eight, six, I think they're all going to be pretty similar. I think yeah. like Dune nine, um, I'd put West Side Story at eight. Okay, I'd probably put Nightmare Alley at eight. I think I'd put Nightmare Alley at seven. Okay, 
So are you good with like a seven, eight Nightmare Alley West Side Story? Seven, eight Nightmare Alley West Side Story. Six, Drive My Car. Yes. Yes. Six, Drive My Car. Maybe that should be higher. I think six through nine, I'm not, I'm great with. Yeah. Now let's talk about five. I think here it probably has to be Power of the Dog. Yeah, I think so. I think that. I think yep. that if we hadn't gotten all of Jane Campion's bullshit, it would kind of be like a five through nine is like kind of all one category. But now I'm like a oh, six through nine and now Jane Campion. Okay. I'm a little, a little selfie about you right now. That was the person I was teasing earlier. I'm not, I'm not going to be mad if she wins, Yeah, but I will revel if she gets nothing. I will be, yeah. I will be like, yes. Mm-hmm. After, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like, you know, that is the definition of like shooting yourself in the fucking foot. She bought, she shot herself in the face. She didn't even shoot herself in the foot. Yeah, it was one hundred percent. It's a it fatal blow. Just incredible headassery. Um, so number four, then I think here we probably have to go King Richard slash Coda. I would put King Richard. So I have not seen King Richard or Coda. So I'm good with putting that. So I have seen Coda, um, but I've seen King Richard and. I know that that Evan liked Coda. Uh, yeah, Ev- so Evan's got, we can kind of repeat. So with I haven't seen Coda or King Richard. I'm not seeing Coda as a bit at this point because I think it might win Best Picture and I'm just kind of out. I'm just like, I'm going to wait. Yeah, and just, I'm, uh, I'm also kind of not seeing it for the same reason. I think also, yeah. this is a weird sensation of having a movie podcast is when one hosts see something, you feel so much less of an obligation to see it. If, right. they, are not, if they are not like, I have to talk to you about this right now. Like there are movies like Licorice Pizza, like Dune, like The Batman, where like it was like so impossible to not text about it mm-hmm. all day after seeing it. And that, those are the movies where you're like, I need to run out of my door right now. But And the opposite of that is Coda, where Evan, who has seen it, is like, uh, sweet movie, reasonable, heartwarming story, but visually incredibly basic. I was surprised to hear it would even be considered for best picture. So, like, yeah, that doesn't make me run out of the door to go see it. No, not not at all, not at all. And honestly, same with King Richard. Like, I've pulled up HBO Max before; it's been on there, and each time I'm like, eh, I could watch something else that just piques my interest more. The per- the perfect King Richard thing is, I didn't watch it until after it was off HBO Max, until I have to had to pay for it. I like <laughs> let it go so long. <laughs> I let it go so long. I was like, yeah, I'll catch it another day. And then it was on HBO Max. Like last week on HBO Max, I'm like, yeah, I'll get around to it. And then I like had to pay for it. I'm like, shit. <laughs> I was like, Did yeah. you like it? Y- yeah, we get to that. It's it's a solid movie. It's really hard to escape the Will Smithness of it all. It's it's just we've we we really uh, celebrate people when they dissolve into characters right mm-hmm. this is not that this is will smith this is an alternative reality where will smith is venus and serena williams dad <laughs> it's like cool fun to think about but also it's just will smith yeah um so it is what it is i i don't there's a lot of movies that i think should have been nominated in this category yeah above it I'm really totally fine with him getting his flowers for a nomination for for best actor, but I thought it was a bit aggressive going, but it's just like it feels like it's like one of the boxes they have to check. Oh, biopic, best picture, nominee, fuck. Um, this is a, the byproduct of the there has to be ten nominees, right? I think so. I think so. I just 
I wish that it would have been 11 or 12 or 13 in the, in the, in the Academy's mind that switch with King Richard. But I think that I'll roll my eyes if King Richard or Coda win. Again, I, I shouldn't roll them too much because I have not seen them. But sometimes rolling your eyes at movies you haven't seen winning things is very fun. Mm, it's really fun. It's actually probably the most. You're like, oh, that. You're mm-hmm. like, fuck, fuck that. It's not even worth my time. I haven't even yeah. seen it. Uh, but no, I, I, I'm pretty confident that neither of those will win, and I may be eating my words. I'm oh. confident King Richard won't win. I don't know. I don't know. There's, we can talk more about Coda later. So, um, let's talk about push. let's let's talk about Belfast and <laughs> oh which God. one of these. Are we going to be more pissed if it wins? I, if Don't Look Up wins, I'm going, I might delete my account. Like, I, so here's the thing about Evan has claimed that he's going to buy a Hummer to start (laughs) polluting the environment at as fast of a rate as possible if (laughs) Don't Look Up wins. If, If Don't Look Up wins, we deserve as what happens at the end of that movie as a point. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. Um, I, think, I think people who enjoy this movie are more of an indictment than what this movie, like on humanity, than what this movie is trying to get humanity. It's at. not even a movie. It's a tweet thread. It is the most lecturing, condescending ass 200 tweet. Like, you know how like people, like people when they have the tweet thread, they'll do like a little spool emoji and it'd be like one dash. Yeah, yeah. That's how the movie should have opened. That's what it is. And it sucks because I love so many of the people in this movie. I don't think Leo is bad in the movie. I think Jonah Hill's pretty funny. Oh. I don't, I, Meryl Streep is fine. Like, no, you know but, what? Honestly, this movie is not that. You know what this movie is? It's it's this is the end. Just like a more serious version. If if the whole academy decided, hey, we are gonna just not take it seriously. Like this is like it's true satire. It's way too over the top. It's a little bit, you know, pointing our finger a little bit. Like it's way too much lecturing. I would have been like, yeah, the movie's funny at parts, but it's not for me. But I've been forced to fucking talk about this movie too many times because it's nominated for Best Fucking Picture. This is the end. Deserved a Best Picture nom more than this movie. That's very true. That's very true. Um, this movie sucks. I hate it. And I'm really mad that it exists. Belfast doesn't suck. And I, I had a night. I saw it in theater, and I thought it looked nice. I thought it was nice. Oh, at the so pleasant. The I, Van not, Morrison was good, and then I walked out of the theater and I forgot about it. I've been kind of hiding the take that I, I really kind of love it. I think it's really good. I think it's really sweet. I, then why I, are you? Why'd you let me put it this high on our? This no, because I I still wouldn't. I don't want it to win. Okay, I'm, but you're I'm, not gonna I, be pissed off if it wins. I'll be a little pissed because I think there's movies that deserve it way more. But I, I just again it is a movie that would not like. You know what? This, this is the green book of this year. Like, wow. It's it's without the less, I think it's less problematic in Green Book, but I see what you're saying just in terms of how the Academy thinks about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think there, again, like Green Book has its problems. I think what it, and this is going to sound, uh, this is maybe a take I don't want to go down, but I'm going to do it anyway because I'm a brave man. I think what, like the heart of Green Book, I think Green Book has a good heart. I think it meant well. It just didn't know how to navigate the conversations it was trying to put forward. And so I think if like when you watch Green Book through that lens, you're kind of like, okay, like you tried, like you you fucked up a little bit, but okay. Like I I, I do get what they're going for. 
And Belfast, like, doesn't obviously have all that problematic thing, but it's that kind of similar where it's like it's trying to be sweet and it, it, it succeeds. And you know what? Like, I, I've been, I'm starting to ride hard for Kenneth Branagh. I don't know if it's because I've like created this like anti Kenneth Branagh movement in my mind where I'm like, we need to defend our man who can just make million, like hundred million dollar movies about detectives with mustaches that don't look very good, but are kind of fun. Um, I don't know. Am I, am I crazy? I, for I don't think you're crazy. I do think it's hilarious that Evan leaves for one episode and we get green book had a good heart. Those are the takes that result from. No, I'm just going um, to strike that one from the record. <laughs> no, it's fine. I know what you meant. No, I, I, completely understand what you mean i definitely think it was very poor in it's execution of of um any heart so i'm just glad that we agree that don't look up is a blight on society yeah i hear the last thing i'll say about green book this is maybe the best way to if it delivered on the promise that trailer made mm. that's kind of what i mean of like what it espoused to be was a heartfelt movie what it was in actuality was not good um and extremely problematic i'm with uh, you so uh anyway i'm with you now i'm gonna die i'm gonna die on that hill i'm gonna get shot i hope I get <laughs> on twitter i mean honestly it's like, you live for the ratio oh god i live it i mean i just i've been waiting i've been just waiting please come at me i would love it not 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 because i'm like i'm gonna defend myself because i would love to be put on blast for the bullshit that comes out of my mouth sometimes it's like sometimes i can't even believe it and maybe this isn't one of those times I do really believe this take, you know, famous last words, but, but no. sometimes I say things and I'm like, what did you just say, dude? Yeah. Like Caden texted me something I had said during the Batman pod. And I was like, I said that I have that take. And I was like, sometimes you just have to give a take in like, in like a conversation, even if you don't hundred percent buy it just to like keep the flow of like well, how a podcast is supposed to go. The other thing about takes too, is like, you can kind of, take yourself into a take if that makes sense like you can, <laughs> you can take yourself into a take yeah we're gonna like it's like take exception right <laughs> like you're like you're like this is a take that should exist and then you're like that's the take but then you're like oh wait i'm gonna be have to be the one to like take this take forward because i want it to be out in the world and then you get stuck on the take you are you god's know. strongest soldier yeah <laughs> Nobody understands my plight. God only sends his toughest battles to his strongest <laughs> soldiers. Oh, fuck. Um, all right. We got to. I love this is a great podcast. I'm having so much fun. I hope the listeners are as well. We're going to get where I promise we're going to continue to talk about the Oscars. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the future of the show before we get into like our predictions for the major categories. We've talked, we've teased a little bit. This is a big tease podcast. We might as well just call it the Oscars tease podcast. What do we think? What do we think the actual future of the show is going to be? Like, what do we think the Oscars are going to do? Maybe like put our third eye on. And then two, what do we wish? Like, if we were in charge of the Oscars, the televised event, what would we, what would we do? What they should do is put this on streaming. It should be like their own platform. It should be five hours long. It should have more categories, honestly, for like like weird technical stuff. It should have like interviews. It should have like not even just clips. It should have like two minute, 20 second clips like on Twitter. You know, it should like really dive deep down into it. It should be the nittiest, grittiest 
still like highly produced with an audience and everything, but maybe the audience is a little bit looser. Maybe the audience is set up more like the glows. People can come and go, especially if it's going to go that long. Or maybe it starts with a bit of come and go, and then for the last hour, everyone's like really seated in the audience and like glued in. I don't really know, but it should be it should be a lot longer, and it should be more technical and more. I just want it to be made for people like you and me, and I don't give a fuck about anybody else. So hear me out. We're talking Oscars weekend, like Super Bowl, like the lead up to the Super Bowl is what I'm talking about. The Oscars is Sunday night, right? But the whole week, we've got breakdowns. We've got movie watch-alongs for all of the best picture with commentary from expert analysts, uh, um, from members of the Academy about why the movies were nominated, like things that they loved, like for specific members of the Academy, right? They don't have to like release their vote. Then Saturday, we've got our mini show where we're going to give out all of the awards that nobody cares about to the guild members, the guild members still, those the members, like the people who got nominated still get to come and enjoy the full show. They still get to go vanity fair party on Sunday night, but they, it's like a whole show dedicated to the fucking hardcore. Like I want to know who wins best adapted screenplay. Like I want to know who wins best animated short. I want documentary short. I want cinematography. I want sound editing and I want sound design. I want to know who wins for best costumes, right? and makeup like split up all of those awards as minuscule as you can to award more people for their work on these fabulous films and do all those the things that you think aren't going to bring in an audience the day before and do it in conjunction with the all this analysis that's happening then red carpet preview show like you've never seen it before i want people like like super bowl sunday i want like retired actors i want you know famous like hollywood people like at a desk like with the red carpet behind them like the whole time like giving their predictions right i want mm -hmm. betting i want betting odds i want bet mgm to be a sponsor like live live betting odds like oh the the odds just shifted like coda coda is now the favorite like i just make it as manipulated and gamified as fucking possible and then hmm. give us the whole shebang and I don't, I need, I want a consistent host every year. It, yeah. It, like I want being the Oscars host to be as important as like being the host of the tonight show, you know? Yeah. Like, like when Billy Crystal did it, you know, like that was like, it was, that was part of the thing, right? Find someone to, to do that, to be the cult of personality. Mm -hmm. Right. And they are going to be who drives that Sunday show. Yeah. And Saturday. I mean, so I'm Andrew, I'm like, Andrew Garfield should be hosting the Oscars this year. That's my take on this because you've got, because you've got both sides. You've got Spider-Man and you've got tick, tick, boom. Right. And you've I got a guy that Twitter loves, but also like your, your, your mom probably knows who Andrew Garfield is, you know? Yeah. But the other thing about that is like, I just don't, I think he, he's obviously nominated. He's too, he's too deep in it. Right? I don't care. Let, let the, let the host be nominated for shit. And then they have to duck out for a little bit and they're like, Oh, my category is coming up. Like that's fun. Who cares? Uh, maybe, but uh, anyway, that's my take. It's like let's gamify the shit. Let's let like let's give film nerds like a Super Bowl Sunday type weekend like to to lead up. Like I want all that analysis to be like historic. Like what we listen to the podcast for. How have they not bought into like historically? You know, the winner of Best Picture at the Baftas. You know, like 
like yeah. wins best picture at the Oscars this percentage at the time. And like, this is what this tells us about what the voting body is going to do. Like, how the fuck is that not part of the lead up coverage? We need because what you need and what the Oscars doesn't do a good job of is to create importance for someone that doesn't give a fuck. Because if I'm watching with my wife and I care, right, and she doesn't care and she hasn't seen the movies for best, like all the movies for best picture. If if I force her to watch like a two hour preview show that's got like this is what's been happening in the lead up to the Oscars, right? Like this is who's winning the awards. Like this is why this matters. This is the analysis of these films. This is why you should care about this. You're giving it those people at least a chance to get excited. Yeah. About about that. And then as we've seen with shows like F1 Drive to Survive, like all these back, you know, these documentary shows like uh All or Nothing, the Amazon documentary with all the different Premier League teams, you draw people in by telling the dramatic story of what's happening. Right? It's the movies. Make a fucking movie about the movies. Yeah. Come on. It's you, not that hard, people. Yeah. You've got people who know how to do that. I'm sure you can find someone. Yeah. Anyway, that's my take. Here's the thing. So I think the Oscars is about famous people celebrating other famous people, right? The Oscars is basically like the Oscars sucks its own dick. That's what they do. They either need to suck Hard. their own dick harder or they need to, like, let up a little bit. They got to go one way or the other, right? Like, I don't think they need to, like, stop sucking their own dick, but they've got to commit. Like, they're in the middle right now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, I don't want to get too deep into this metaphor for it. I don't know what in the middle means. only right now. I know what you're saying. <laughs> they got to either go hardcore or they got to, like, really back off and, like, let a lot more people in. Yeah. Um, so what they will do is probably neither of those things because I think the Academy is – I think they I, I I do think that they need a break away from ABC. I think that 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 is the best because it seems like with a lot of their issues with not televising certain awards does come from ABC kind of having an overreach. Um, they just got to get out of that contract. And I think that they have a lot more. I think go from there. That's yeah, for step I, number one. Yeah, I mean, here's here's the thing, too. The fact that they don't have their own streaming platform. Is ridiculous. Yeah, they they need to. I don't want them to do this because I love Criterion. But like what they need to do is like do the Criterion thing where like you can pay them a monthly fee to have the Academy's collection of movies that like is exclusive. Like they need to buy historical content, right? If, you, if they can pull that off, that'd be sick. That's what I'm saying. So the the Oscars platform is like awards movies from throughout time that get brought onto the Oscars platform that you have a whole – like basically you're paying them because you want to watch these movies throughout the year. And then by doing that, you also get the subscription to watch the exclusive Matt or the exclusive Oscars show and like all the coverage and all the lead up on the streaming platform. Right. It's, and you can even fuck it have, even if people don't want to subscribe all, you know, year long, do a, do contracts with YouTube TV and Fubo TV and sling and whoever you want to do it for just that week. Right. And then you have yeah. best worlds. It's, it's really not that hard, people. It just takes millions and millions of dollars. Come on. Easy. Pocket change. Just try things, you know? Just try things outside of ABC and see what sticks. Yeah, I like that. I think if we learn anything, it's that you and me should be in charge of the, the Oscars. I think that's I don't know why my phone is not ringing right now. My from... phone actually is ringing. Um, I don't think it's the Academy, but I, I'll find out after the pod. Uh, okay. We could double. We can the, the Academy can go to voicemail. Yeah. We got to leave them wanting. 
they can't sure. they can't know. We might have to hold this podcast back till we're done with negotiations. Um, <laughs> okay. You ready to get into some predictions? It's been yeah, a, let's do this. It's been a wonderful off the rails in the best kind of way. Uh, yeah. yeah. Listen, we don't we don't have uh, Evan leaning over our shoulders the entire time, you know? Yeah, I, I do want to go on the record as saying the podcast that Evan is gone, we get Green Book has a good heart, and the Oscars is sucking its own dick in like a very, very, very vivid. Uh, yeah. Metaphor. Yeah, I can I can do a drawing if you want. Yeah, when we go to video podcast format eventually, we can maybe we can do it. <laughs> It'll be like a telestrator, like on a football. <laughs> Let me share my screen real quick. <laughs> just mock something. I just mock something up. <laughs> Stop. Oh All my right. god. All right. Let's start. Uh let's go big big boy categories. Let's start with actor in a in a uh, in a leading role. Why not? Let's yeah, do it. so this is the one that I was teasing. Um, I think it's going to be Will Smith. I think it's been a long time coming for Will. Um, Let me read the nominees first, Chippy Boy. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Let me not, uh, let me not uh, <laughs> shoot my own load too fast. <laughs> yeah, God, God. This, this metaphor needs to die. Anyway, <laughs> we've got Javier Bardem for Being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch for Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield um, for Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith for King Richard and Denzel Washington for the tragedy of Macbeth. You think Will Smith? Long time coming. It's it's going to be the celebratory. Congrats on a great career, Will Smith. Oscar. Yeah, hundred percent. And I'm fine with it. I mean, again, can't judge a performance because I haven't seen the movie, but I would like Will Smith to have an Oscar. Um, and I, I I like the Denzel performance a lot. I like the Cumberbatch performance a little bit. Um, but I'm not going to be like. Like Denzel's had his, you know, he he's probably gonna get another too. But like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, we missed something. Like, give Will an Oscar, fine. Yeah, I, I think this is gonna sound weird. I, I like don't want. I I really love the Denzel performance a lot, but I don't want him to get it for the like stereotypical Oscar, like playing the lead in a Macbeth, in like you know in a Shakespeare. Like yeah. to me, that doesn't feel like what Denzel should win for. Like he should win for another performance where he's just playing like like a charismatic murderer you know or you know somebody that just is a sociopath killer on on the road to vengeance that's the good guy of a movie like i want to know something like that but i I, who i think is going to win in this category and i actually really think he would deserve it as andrew garfield for tiktok Mm -hmm. it it's a it's spectacular i i do not really endorse too many movie musicals i love musicals in person but did you watch tick tick boom no it's it's he's fucking impressive dude it's it's so charismatic it is the singing aside like just the acting part itself he is putting himself on the fucking line Mm -hmm. and it is um emotional and i think he's a phenomenal actor he's right up there we talked about this. If I was gonna like remake classic movies, I'm casting the Slender Man Andrew Garfield in yeah in my leading role. I love him, uh, and I think he deserves it. Yeah, uh, this one Evan did say Garfield as well. Actually, well, we know that that's we know that that's gonna happen now. Um, but I think there's this is honestly weirdly I think a pretty open category. I could see Will Smith. I could see Andrew Garfield. I could see Benedict Cumberbatch winning. Yeah, I don't think. Denzel or Javier Bardem are going to win, but I think Denzel's a better chance than Bardem. But yeah, you're you're right, but I don't. I just don't think they're going to like from what I'm what I the feelings that I have. Yeah, I get you. 
Um, all right, actor in a sporting role. We got uh, Kieran Hines for Belfast. We got Troy Coatser for Coda. We got Jesse Plemons for Power of the Dog. We've got J.K. Simmons for being the Ricardos. And we've got Cody Smith McPhee for Power of the Dog. Where are you going? You going Cody Smith McPhee? I think you said that previously. Right? Uh, I'm going Plemons, actually. So same movie, but my dog. My dog, Jesse Plemons. I think he's getting this. Um, Where my dog's at? I think that. I think there is a pretty good chance that Cody Smith does get this, but I'm I just I'm feeling something there for Plemons. This is this yeah. is I should say this is also who I want to win, uh, but I do think that I think there's a Plemons stir happening, and I, I think it's 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 happening outside like it's it's moved beyond just Twitter at this point, you know. So this is gonna sound wild. I 100% agree with you. Not that that's not the part that's gonna sound wild, but I think the Academy is going to do a pre well-deserved it's too late oscar they're gonna get ahead of this they're gonna be like they're they're seeing the writing on the wall killers of the flower moon is coming like he's clearly going to have a great career based on the truth mm-hmm. unless something awful happens which it doesn't sound like it's going to he's spectacular and i think they're gonna be like we're gonna give this man the oscar he deserves when he deserves it not too late yeah i'm with you i'm with you. i i am here this would probably bring me as much joy as any single person getting an Oscar this year, if Plemons wins supporting. I think that we would really, the night would be a win. Like even if don't look up wins, I think yeah. if Plemons wins, I'm like, okay, if don't look up wins, it cancels anything. It's just like, do you think so? I I'll, I'll treasure Plemons with a trophy. Uh, yeah, I would too, but it would be the night. It would forever be the night that don't look up one. Yeah. Um, which would be insane. I'm gonna write my uh, own narrative. Uh, Evan cool? Evans, his prediction is Troy Cutzer from Coda. Nice. Okay. Cool. So there is some buzz there, so I can nice. see that happening. Yeah, yeah. I've seen, I've seen that buzz too. Um, I actually really do feel like there's a couple of really open races, which I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Actress in a leading role: Jessica Chastain, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman, The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz, Parallel Mothers. Nicole Kidman being the Ricardos and Kristen Stewart in Spencer. We haven't talked a lot about Spencer. I I personally really liked Spencer. I loved um, it. And I think ironically, Diana didn't, which is funny. She's named for partially in half. Um, but the thing about Spencer is it's just a shining. So that's why I liked it. Yeah. Um, it also, I think people that have a lot of reverence for Diana didn't like that movie because it makes yeah. her look like a broken woman. I think yeah. there's a there's an older generation that really dislikes the way that movie portrays a person that they thought to be infallible and right. and like incredibly strong and this kind of like cartoonishly uh, heroic character. I think it's I think it's tricky. Um, I think that she does have a lot of strength in that movie, but the strength is displayed in the brokenness, and that's uh, that can be hard to parse. You know, a hundred percent. I agree. I I think that movie comes out. Very much in the ending, I think it comes out on the side of like she is incredibly strong in dealing yeah. the environment that she's in. Um, that being said, do you think she's going to win, Kristen Stewart? No, Nicole Kidman's going to win. Yeah, I, I, I think I don't think Nicole Kidman's going to win. I think Olivia Coleman's going to win. I think they're just going to give Olivia Coleman all That's of the crazy. Oscars for the rest of her life. I mean, she's incredible. She deserves all of her flowers, but I, I, I think. This is one where I really think the Oscars is going to zag from what the rest of the voting body has decided. The re- or the different awards, you know? Maybe. I don't know. I, I 
death taxes and olivia coleman just bagging oscars i mean that is what we know it's it's a fun storyline right i'm not gonna be that mad about it someone i can't remember i saw a tweet that just said just you're not gonna get anything you want the academy is going to serve big biopic cunt and nicole kidman is gonna win not to drop uh not to drop the c word on the pod I, listen, I'm a fan of the C word in the right context. You know me. I'm a I'm an Anglophile. It's you like are an Anglophile. Yes, you you, part, you drop that one over tea time. It's part of the culture. It is. Um, okay, so you think Nicole Kidman? I think Olivia Coleman. Um, I think. Are we both saying we both like Kristen Stewart to win, or do you think that would be I, my preference? Yeah, I, I thought the performance was really good, and um, and the press it tour does, has does just, look like. Sorry, yeah. what? Say that again. The press tour has been incredible. I mean, she's oh, yeah. been, she's been working it, and the girl. You know what? It it really looks like it pains her to work to work it like on mm-hmm. all the talk shows and everything and so like you know she wants it she thinks she deserves it and I I tend to agree with her but um what did Evan say Chastain Jessica Chastain for Eyes of Tammy Faye wow. which I haven't seen and I regret not seeing because that is an interesting like you know that religious story is interesting to me so we got. Three separate picks for yeah. the best act, uh, the best female actor of the year. I mean, Which I mean, I think is like I don't think anyone knows who's going to happen with this category. No, I think there's a. I mean, honestly, I I do feel like that with a lot of the categories. Is it feels more up in the air, especially given the controversy with Jane Campion. Like I feel like that has brought a lot more things yeah. into play. Whether for you know, and you know what would be a great way to play up that drama, the Oscars preview show. Yeah, exclusive Oscars streaming service hosted by Sure Bully and Sure Bully number two, Mr. Chipman. Um, okay, actress's supporting role: Jesse Buckley, The Lost Daughter; Ariana DeBose, West Side Story; Wink, Chip; Judy Dench, Belfast; Kirsten Dunst, The Power of the Dog; and Ingenue Ellis for King Richard. Uh, where do we think this one is going to go? I, my prediction, and Again, this this combo would cancel out a Don't Look Up Best Picture win. If we get a Dunst-Plemons, like, if we get the the Dunst-Plemons dual Oscar for being in the same movie and the going home to their children and, like, pictures of their kids, like, holding, I mean, like, just melt my heart. I'm ready for it. And is that your official prediction, though? Yeah, I think Dunst is going to win. Okay. Fuck yeah. What do you think? Um, I think Ariana DeBose is going to win. So yeah, Chip watched West Side Story today. That was yeah, the other that's TV. the movie I just watched. And um, wow, that's one of my favorite movies of last year. So I have not seen the original. It's good. It's really good. I have seen Romeo and Juliet, but I have not seen the original <laughs> West Side Story. So I, uh, I had an inkling. I had a clue, Jed. Let me tell you, I had some Where insight. You, you figured out what was going You got the beats of the plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's fucking but, hysterical, by the way. You're like, I haven't seen the original, but I have seen Romeo and Juliet. Uh, <laughs> this movie was really fucking good, dude. Yeah, uh, I know. We need to we need to save the Spielberg of it all for a little bit sure. later. But I talk about Ariana DeVos because you texted me that you would like her to yell at you in Spanish, and I want yes. you to elaborate on that. No, I will not elaborate on that. Have you seen the David Lynch meme where he's like, Eraserhead is my most spiritual film. And the reporter's like, elaborate. And he says, no. That is... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly itself. No, she's incredible. Like, I... So, I guess she was in Hamilton. I don't 
I've kind of just like memory hold Hamilton at this point. Um, as you should. There's only but, one part of that movie, and it's Jonathan Groff as the king, or of, of that play, and it's Jonathan Groff as the king. Jonathan Groff with like the sp- you can see the spittle flying from Jonathan Groff's mouth. It's amazing. It's amazing. The great yeah, great performance. The rest of it is has ruined the theater forever. Sure. Forever. You know what it hasn't ruined though is West Side Story because they, they there is something very classical in the songs and in Ariana DeBose's performance. I mean, she has got a lot of fire. She's an incredible dancer. She is an incredible vocalist, and also like I mean that in both her words and her singing, she just has like a gravitas in her voice, and like you can tell that she's stage trained. Yeah, because of how she projects, commands the screen. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, and I think you're right. Like there's a stage training element. She's got that. I mean, I think part of this is the performance in the movie, but she's got this classic, like, you know, kind of that old school Hollywood, big projection, mm-hmm. mid Atlantic accent type situation. And obviously I know she's not doing that, but I'm saying the way that carries the gravitas throughout the movie. Um, I agree. I, it's very surprising. I rolled my eyes when I was like, oh, we're getting West Side Story again. Perfect. That's what we all want is a remake. But she was great. Yeah, we'll get into Spielberg of it all. You really think she's going to win? I do. I do. And and you know what? Evan Fagan disagrees with me. Which means that it's for sure going to happen. Yeah. I I would, if you're a betting person, I would bet on Evan's picks if I was was the listener. Um, I tend to trust Evan in these situations for whatever reason. He's got his ear to the streets, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cinematography. Let's talk mm. about because we care about the shots on this movie. We do. Who is going to win? I keep because I, I, I have my little like handwritten bout in front of me, and yeah, it's, so the one I have in front of me is my personal pick, so I have to like Dune, not. Dune, Greg Frazier, Nightmare Alley, Dan Lauston, The Power of the Dog, Ari Wegner, The Tragedy of Macbeth, Bruno Del Bono, and West Side Story. Janice Kaminsky. Is this the most loaded category of the year? Dude, I all these movies look amazing. I, they all look amazing. I think four of the five genuinely deserve to win. I think Nightmare Eye looks amazing, but I think it is a grade below what I think the four the rest of the four of these. I think West Side Story, Tragedy Macbeth, Power of the Dog, and Dune are legitimate achievements in cinema. Yeah. Hundred percent. I think that yeah. Again, I'm not going to be mad about any of these winning. Um, I do. I have heard some people say Nightmare Alley in 4K on like HBO Max looks even better than the theater. I don't know. I can't speak to that. But people are saying like it looks even better on your TV screen, which I I don't know if that is in its favor or not. I didn't see it in the theater. It looked very good on my TV on my 80 inch TV. Not to brag on my 80 inch Uh uh screen TV. We're in 2005. I'm bragging about the size of my TV. uh, yeah, on my on my TV in 4K, it looked amazing. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I also watched. I also had Desert Power from my couch, and yeah. There, I think. Just, yeah, I think Macbeth is winning here because I don't because it didn't get. Yeah. It did not get the uh, the praise on like the higher line things with like director or picture. So I think this is I think this is Academy's Macbeth. It's shine. Because I also don't think Denzel is going to win. Do you know how much I want that to happen? Like, this was my favorite looking movie of the entire year. I mean, it's incredible. It's just yeah. spectacular. The, everything about this movie, Bruno Del Bono, deserves to be put in the Hall of Fame of cinematographers. 
for for this, but I don't think he's going to win. I think Ari Wigner is going to win for Power of the Dog. Okay. So what I think is going to happen, and we can, I don't think Power of the Dog is going to win Best Picture, and I think it's going to get given its flowers in the other categories as a okay side, as an aside. I think we're going to try to award everybody but Jane Campion. Um, okay, perfect. Cinematography. What is our next? uh big category that we need to talk about oh for quickly um because i i said we're gonna do this um original song uh though he is a scour on humanity uh lin-manuel miranda uh i do really love that song in that moment dos Yoritas from encanto i've watched that movie a million times because i have a young daughter um and the rest of the songs that movie torture me daily daily it, uh, he, I, I just wish he could be snapped away like Thanos style, mm. but, but, uh, this is actually an incredible song. Um, Doso Yoritas, uh, beautiful song. Uh, and I hope he wins for that. And then I hope he gets snapped, um, in his happiness. It's uh, probably going to win. Yeah. I would say they'll nominate that. I mean, they'll, they'll like recognize that, right? Uh, it'd yeah. be, it'd either be that. Or they will try to capture the general public by giving William Eyelash um, the, the, hey, bond, the Bond song. The song is great, though. It's so good. It's so good. We haven't talked about No Time to Die enough, even though we did like a two and a half. Oh, my God. Ago. That pod was so long. This pod is going to be so long. I love this. I mean, I'm having so much fun. So, you know, I'm I, a blast. you want to you want to get down. You want to start doing animated short. You want to do visual effects. Fuck it. Why not? I mean, I honestly really do think if you're if you are an hour deep into an Oscars preview pod with flicking screaming, you're in it for the long haul. You're not turning it off if we do animated feature short, but we're not going to do that. We're only going to do the major categories. So uh, what do we have less? We have writing original screenplay and we've got director and best picture. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Let's do uh, original screenplay. Original screenplay. Um, okay. Belfast, Kenneth Branagh, Don't Look Up, Adam McKay and his band of merry fuckholes. Uh, King Richard, Zach Balin, Licorice Pizza, Paul Thomas Anderson and the worst person in the world by Eskil Volt and Joachim uh, Trier. I apologize on the pronunciation uh, of those names, but what do we think? I think this is where pizza, 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 pizza. pizza. Yeah, no, this is where I, I genuinely do believe Paul Thomas Anderson is going to win um, for licorice pizza as he should. This is my, I don't, it's probably my favorite screenplay of the year. Um, it's certainly the one I've thought about the most. My favorite movie line of the year is, it's the end of the world, Grego. And that's, what, seven words? But he knows how to use those seven words in exactly the right place. Like, no one else does. So yeah. I do think he's going to win. Um, I'm worried. I did really like Worst Person in the World. I saw it the other night in theaters. I don't think, it wasn't the screen. There was some, like, good writing, and I think some very authentic writing. I think very real characters are written. But I think worst person in the world really shines when there isn't any dialogue, actually, in a couple of uh, pretty spectacular moments. So it'd be fun to see it win here. Um, but I do think PTA is is coming home with a trophy. I, I, I agree. I think PTA is coming home. But I, this is where I'm concerned about Belfast. I'm really, mm. uh, this is a big Belfast concern, even though I really liked that movie. I liked Belfast a lot. I don't think it should be nominated for this movie or for this. Actually, if it was only nominated for this category, I'd be like, Great. It got a nomination. Good. But because it's also nominated for Best Picture, it's like. Yeah. 
But I, I think this is where, like, the Academy, like, uh, Kenneth Branagh knows who everybody in Hollywood is sleeping with, apparently. Um, and I think this is where the voters are going to just, you know. Or check themselves. he's sleeping with everyone. He is really good looking. He good. I mean, he's a he's a Dilf. Yeah, he is a Dilf. Um, Evan has Belfast winning here. Yeah, I I I think again, we trust tr- in Evan. We trust. <laughs> I think this is this is good. Uh, this is a a good chance. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, directing. Are we ready? Do you want to do directing or adapted screenplay? Uh, we'll do adapted, and then we'll go. Okay, adapted. Coda, Sion Heider, uh, Drive My Car, Yusuku Hamaguchi, uh, and Tama, Takamasa Ohe, uh, Dune uh, by John Space, Dini Villeneuve, and Eric Roth. The Lost Daughter by Maggie Gyllenhaal. Kind of a, I, I actually forgot about Maggie Gyllenhaal uh, writing this screenplay. Epic. And Power of the Dog, uh, Jane Campion. Um... I'd like to say this is where Drive My Car wins. I have, this is the least amount of thought I've put into this. Mm-hmm. I think Drive My Car has a, a really good shot at this and another category. Okay. Okay. What do you, what um, do you think? I think I think Drive My Car wins here. I think that. Um, yeah, I think Drive My Car is going to win here because I don't think it's going to. I think this is where it tops out. And well, this is but this is also this is where the screen like the screenplay is this movie. Like that. This is what yeah. is phenomenal about this movie is the screen. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I, I, I think it might win international feature, but I do think there. I mean, quite literally on the ballot, adapted screenplay is above international feature, so it does kind of feel like. Yeah. Even if we won't necessarily agree, it does feel like that's kind of a higher up, uh, in terms of how the Academy is viewing these awards. So I think Drive My Car wins here. I think this is the highest it gets in terms of the Academy's viewing. Um, definitely don't think Dune wins. You, I could see Power of the Dog winning here. I could see Coda winning here. I don't think Lost Daughter wins. But Evan thinks Lost Daughter wins. God, that means it's going to happen. The Maggie Gyllenhaal Oscar. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think it's Drive My Car. I think this is this is where it gets um, its flowers. Directing. Yeah. This is a really interesting conversation. Yeah. I think this was a foregone cor- conclusion until like two weeks ago. Um we got Belfast, Kenneth Branagh. We got Drive My Car, Yusuke Hamaguchi. We've got Licorice Pizza, Paul, the Thomas Anderson. We have Power of the Dog, Jane Campion. And we have West Side Story, Steven fucking Spielberg. Stevie. He killed that shit, dude. Yeah. It's what it is because of him. It's it, the enjoyment. I mean, like 80% of the enjoyment of that movie is because of Spielberg. You texted yeah. me a picture of a shot today and we're just like, the blocking, which is, yeah. I mean, it's a cinephile thing. Like only that, only that only happens amongst your friends that love movies. But that like whole movie, you're w- eating popcorn for the shots. You're like, oh yeah. my god! Like the final shot of that movie is, is just him flexing. And it's in, you know what's insane is it feels like he's doing it on autopilot. That's what's crazy, dude. He wakes up and shits this out. Yeah. And I don't know if that makes me like it more or less. <laughs> I can't. It's like I don't know if I'm like if I'm like fuck yeah, this guy is just like so unconscionable, like he's incredible, or if I'm just like put a little effort in, Stevie, like you're too good, like let's think. Come about on, it. man. Um, you can't just. You have to blow me away every two minutes instead of every five minutes. Who do you think's gonna win 
and who do you think deserves to win? I think this is when we haven't really talked about who we think deserves to win, so I'm, I'm interested to talk about that. I mean, I'm in the bag, man. I'm going to pull for PTA. I think that he pulled off something unbelievable here, and I haven't thought about him moving more than I have Licorice Pizza this year. Um, but best really, needle, I mean, best needle drop the- in years. Oh my god! The Let Me Roll It needle drop is the best needle drop in years, and it also has produced one of the best memes in years, which is verbal verbal meme. I can't wait for this one. Um, is <laughs> is <laughs> Paul McCartney? My heart is like a wheel. And then Denzel Washington from Flight. We're going to roll it. We're going to roll it. <laughs> That's my favorite. It's like, I don't yeah, know. I, I seeked that meme out like five times to just laugh about it because I, yeah. it, it meant so much to me. Yeah, but it's the best needle drop uh, in the last five years, I'm going to say. Yeah. I'm going to go on the dumb. So I think that if you would ask me two weeks ago, I would say Campion wins. I think Steven Spielberg is going to win this award. I think it's going to happen. Now, I say that with one caveat. If the Academy had already... I don't know when they're done voting. I don't know when the the envelopes they, are sealed. They vote... I, I'm pretty sure the part of the reason everyone thought that the Jane Campion thing was going to fuck her over is because the, the vote had still yet to be finalized. I okay. think they, they vote post... Was that BAFTAs? Yeah. Or was it SAGs? It was BAFTAs, right? Uh, one of the, uh, you know, they're all, yeah, it, you know, hey, they're not the. It's, it's a second uh, tier. But whatever that was, I think part of the reason it was a big deal was because the voting hadn't yeah. closed. And listeners, please correct us if we're wrong. But I actually do think that she's going to get provide. Yeah, provided voting was still open, um, Steven Spielberg is going to win this award, and I'm really happy with it. And I think he absolutely deserves it because I think he just fucking balls out. There's nothing missed. Nothing's looked over. Um, you know, he's him and him and I think him and Fincher, I think him and Scorsese have this in common where it's like there's one way to do this. Like you you can you can have your other ways to block and to shoot this action and to shoot all these dancers around. But like I actually know the best way and you have to do it this way or it doesn't work. And he does it that way every fucking time yeah so there's a difference in music right a lot of people say there's a difference between a musician and an artist right a musician is talented and can do things like lots of different things in different ways an artist has such a singular vision with what they are trying to do and and how they can do things right they may not be the most well-rounded but they are the best at what they do and spielberg scorsese tarantino like those types of or two direct or auteur directors I'm sure while they probably do have range and could do things in different ways, like like James Mangold, musician, right? Like he'll give the movie what it needs, right? But when we're talking about artists, mm-hmm. we're talking about these fucking these dudes. I agree with you. I think he deserves it. This is actually where I think Yusuke Hamaguchi can win. I think he's gonna kind of pull yes a surprise. I think that would be a response. A way to not like I think people really want to uh, give Drive My Car something, and mm-hmm. I think that there's a chance that this is where Yusuke Gucci wins. I agree, and I think he'd be very well deserving. Again, I think four of the five people here absolutely deserve like a statue. And again, not that Brana directed Belfast bad, but like, come on, what are we doing? Yeah, I think the nomination uh, is is all he deserved. Um, I, I, yeah, I think Yusuke Amaguchi could really win. Um, 
but you know, there's a chance Jane Campion still wins because yeah. I, I think the other part is like there's a chance that they give Jane Campion this, but then not Best Picture. You know, maybe, maybe. So, um, Evan thinks she's gonna win here still. So yeah, well, you, we know what that means. Um, okay, are we ready for the only prediction that matters? Yeah, Best Picture. We've I, we've already run through the nominees, but I'll run the through you i'll run you through them one more time holy crap belfast coda don't look up drive my car dune king richard licorice pizza nightmare alley the power of the dog and west side story gun to your head what is winning best picture i think coda's winning best picture i don't again it's i don't have anything against this movie I like the idea of not having seen the best picture. It's just funny to me. Um, I don't, I just, what I want to happen here, I, I honestly am almost like hoping for a West Side Story here. Even like, not necessarily more so than a licorice pizza, because that would just be, that would blow my fucking mind if that, because it's not going to happen. So I'm almost like, if I want to hope for something I really want in the realm of possibility, I'm almost like, oh, West Side Story. Yeah. But prediction, I think I think it is Coda. I think that because of how the ranked choice is working, because of like a really wide and diverse voting body, Coda is just going to end up in the top half, top third, and it's going to use that to it. It's not going to be number one on like a ton of lists, but it's going to be like number three, four on a lot of lists. Yeah, it's going to win the MVP by the number of like second and third place votes, not yeah. by the number of first place votes. Exactly, exactly. I have a, this is where I think I have my most off the wall prediction. For what's going to Okay, I want to hear this. I think Nightmare Alley is taking on Best Picture this oh year. Oh my God. Yeah. That'd be I, fucking I, sick. Are you kidding me? I, that great movie. By the way, it's just we have I, that's one movie we definitely haven't talked enough about. Uh, so sick. Bradley Cooper, amazing in that. Rooney yeah. Mara, oh, Rooney Mara in that in in that movie is unbelievable. She's and, incredible. And our favorite, everybody's favorite creep, D- Guillermo del Toro, directs the shit out of it. This uh, movie is this movie is a sick movie, Jed. Yeah, this I is think, a not well movie. And I think in a, I think in a world where the voting body doesn't know where to turn, they're going to turn to a trusted fucking psycho in Guillermo yeah. del Toro. And I, I think that, I think Nightmare Alley is going to win. I think it's going to win. Oh, man. I, I love this reality. Can I you love imagine how, like, grimy this world is. But can you imagine Guillermo del Toro, his two Oscar wins, like, for best picture, mm-hmm. being Shape of Water, and... Nightmare Alley. I mean, chaos. It's just like that would be the voting body is a bunch of sickos, which I'm down for. Is he man or beast? All right, we getting to. I actually think we should do a whole podcast on Willem Dafoe's like last three years. What a lord, you know? Lord, bro. Can we put Willem Dafoe in charge of the Oscars? Yeah. Like finally, that's the best idea we've had all night. Um, I yeah, I yeah, fuck yeah. Um, I I think so. I I I think we should do that. Um, but I'm with you. I think a West Side Story win here would be so just wonderful. And and you know what? That would be a very like 
it's the Oscars. It's predictable. Mm-hmm. We're rewarding a wonderful filmmaker uh, who put a lot of care and effort into a classic story without it feeling predictable, which yeah. could be great. Um, yeah. So those are the predictions. Any parting mm-hmm. thoughts for the um, Evan does predict Power of the Dog. Again, it's his favorite movie of last year. I think that's not a surprise. I think that he he is predicting both with his gut and with his mind. And it is, I mean, it is a solid prediction. Like that is, I think that is a good betting favorite. Um, I do, I think that a Dune win would rule so hard. Like I, 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 I tweeted when, when the, when the nominations got announced, I tweeted, guys, what if Dune wins best picture? I think that is the way that is kind of like a, the sneaky way to basically like give the middle finger to Marvel and be like, yeah, f- fuck, we love <laughs> sci-fi. Like we love yeah. that shit. You know, I think we love would, green screens. I think that would be epic. Yeah. Um, I just, all I know is I want to live in a world where the Batman wins best picture next year. That's what I really want. I think there's a good chance it gets nominated. I think it gets nominated for best picture. I think um, there's a really good chance that we get supporting for a supporting uh, actor nom for one of the cavalcade of side characters, whether it be Jeffrey Wright, whether it be Dana. I don't think Dana will get nominated, but maybe Turturro. A Turturro nomination would would floor me. Um, Turturro is excellent in the batman he is an excellent carmine Falcon. should we talk about should we talk about andy circus just for like five minutes since evan put the kibosh <laughs> evan's not here <laughs> to put the kibosh on it. um dude wasn't it so cool that andy circus just like had that cipher down like that he's like oh yeah this is my time in the service and he's like he, he's got it like with his breakfast berries are you kidding me uh yeah incredible i mean it's just and everybody knows that british people eat berries for breakfast it's all they do I mean, it's it's just canon. Um, And I actually do think Reeves will get, I don't, he'll not, he won't win, but I think he might get a director nom for this, for the back. I mean, he might. He My only concern is too too early. It came out too early. Uh, Not that much. I mean, just looking at the slate, I mean, again, it's tough because I guess forecasting it next year, hopefully we get on a bit more of a early March, late February Oscars, or even like middle of February, hopefully. Um, So... We are like into the cycle of where our movies should be for next year. And nothing, I don't know, not, nothing, you know, it's been an interesting year so far. It's been an interesting year for movies. Yeah, interesting. We'll see where it goes. I'm not ready to call it as good as last year was. You know, not, not floored by like Ryan, Ryan uh, Reynolds, The Atom Project. You know, it's not really flooring you. Anyway, <laughs> this has been Flicking and Streaming. Um, we're really excited. We are. Are we doing it? Are we going to fucking go live for the... I think we should. So I think we are going to get a little bit of a Twitter spaces going. I can't guarantee how long we're going to do it for because who knows? This could be a total You know what we should do? But I think I would like to at least be live for like the big categories, like best picture, best director and all that. Yeah. 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 So if you want to join the space, come on, please. We need people to join the Twitter spaces. It's going to be really fun. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, But that's it. We're going to probably, I think we're going to do a, we're going to be live. And then I think we're going to record a quick Oscars reactions pod. Yeah. And I think the, the reactions pod will be the next time uh, the listeners on the feed, whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music or any of those platforms, that you can leave us a five-star review if you would be so kind. Uh, that's the next time you'll hear us. So if you're not going to join us on Twitter and you're going to miss out, 
We will see you with our reactions podcast to the 2022 Oscars awards ceremony. Fucking screaming. I've been Jed Sprague. That has been my colleague, my, my captain, JT Chipman. Good night, everybody. Good night.